hello and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling geeky download. My name's Tommy and I am delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's our resident Alan of the Pod, DL. Hello. How are you, mate? I resent that. Back in the room, baby. I, yeah, back in person and you call me an Alan? <laughs> This is, there's mad Kennedy here. Come on. I don't know. Look at this energy. This is all Kennedy. Nah, this not, is so Ken. Enough. Uh, true. It's very, I it's do more want brown. one of those hoodies. Have you seen them? No. You can buy a hoodie with like Kennedy on it. The one oh, he wears man. at the end of the film. Oh no. It's so good. <laughs> he was wearing that in like interviews, I think. For the, was he really? For the movie. Oh, yeah. man. Wouldn't, it's just such a dreamboat. He's definitely up there with my men Chris in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, he's not even like a traditional good looking dude though. It's I don't think of, so either. Yeah. But it's also with Eva Mendes, so there's got to be something about no, him. No, of course. Like, Has I to mean, be something about sure. the guy. For sure. How are you, how you doing, buddy? How you doing being back? It's jet lagged? Not anymore. It's been like a week and a half. I'm, oh, getting, wow. I'm getting up at like 6 a.m. instead of 4. So that's, <laughs> so you're regular that's kind time. of normal, right? Yeah, you're getting up at normal time. Um, But I was getting up at 4 for a while. But I'm, I'm good, man. Nice. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's good to have you back in the flesh. Thank you. Thank that's you. a weird it's thing to say. To be back. Well, it flesh. wasn't weird until you said it. <laughs> now it is. Now Sounds I'm thinking you meant something different. Yeah, yeah. It puts and the I'm lotion wondering if I need to run. On the skin. Run. <laughs> run. You had a good time back at home? Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I got to hang out with my brother a lot. Nice. Watched a bunch of good shows, referred you to a bunch of them. Now you which didn't... you instantly got addicted to. Yeah, we of course. Um, right. But you didn't watch the movie we're talking about while you were in the States. You watched it when you came No, back. I watched it. When I watched Opie in the States, and then I watched this Opie. on the way. Uh, <laughs> my my friends on the show, back. Ollie calls it Offenheimer, and it, I don't know what it triggers me every time. They're like, yeah, my, my like, OCD triggers. Kill himself? <laughs> it's fucking often so annoying. That's very, very dark. He is Irish. Yeah. You can get away with it. <laughs> we were talking about this actually as well. So, you know, the, the cinema we went to see everything everywhere all at once. I forget, but it's like, it's kind of, Ritz, a, how far is it? It's the Ritz down over in Randwick. So yeah, it's, it's in like, Randwick. It's a little drive. It's not probably that like far, but it was like minutes. not in, not in the East. Like no. The Bondi. Oh, it's well, in, I mean, it is East. It's in East. It wasn't like Come in the on. city, Surrey or Bondi. Like it was like sure. more South or something. I don't know. Well, that, that one cinema is apparently showing Oppenheimer in the, was it the 35 mil? What it's supposed to be shown in? Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So like, there's part of me that's like, oh, I could spend another three hours and go and see that again. No, <laughs> I, I would be down, but maybe not like, maybe not like right away. Yeah, <laughs> like I just can you just do that in two months? Yes, <laughs> then I'd be down. I'm down to see it again, though. I, feel I would like... probably leave in the back half, though. Honestly, ah, uh, yeah, I don't even watch the minutes? end again. Yeah, when you see that well, after the scene where all the horror stuff happens, yeah, that'd about, probably be when I would leave. Then you'd be like, yeah, okay, yeah. I get it. I, I've seen it now. I've seen it. Now. Yeah. Hey guys, look, if you want to stick around and listen to us banishing our day, feel free. Otherwise, you can skip around. There will be time codes in the description. There will also be a box for you to review us. There will. So you should fucking do that. Always give us a review. Five stars yeah, if you can, please. baby. I said fucking, but I meant please. <laughs> fucking please. Fucking please. <laughs> we deserve it. I think we deserve it this at this point. point. You know, we're 113 episodes in, man. In the we game deserve you can, it. You can tell us what you think if you've been listening. Um, <laughs> but the time yes. codes will be supplied once again by friend of the show and editing genius, Mr. Matthew Bliss of Blissery.fm, who's and we will give you all his details at the end of the show stick around if you're looking for a podcast editor he is your man dl user yes, what have you been up to this week what have i been, up, been up to, to dude i i was so addicted to true detective season Ooh, three season three i went through it i would like do the episode i'd go listen to like the rewatchables podcast on the episode that i just watched after for real do my theorizing and then watch the next episode question for you carry yes. on who 
is running those episodes of the rewatchables. So who's the main guy? Oh fuck, I forget what their name. You know, this, the old this was dudes. deep because it was like a 2018 episode. Actually, no, it wasn't the rewatchables. What am I saying? It was uh it was the chick that's now at the rewatchables. She's now at the ringer. Uh, but she was at Vanity Fair before. Oh, okay. Uh, she does the one with the other girl. Matt, splice in a name here. It's Joanna something. Um. Anyway, she she was it was good, and uh, but it was more the theorizing. Like I wanted to get in on the theorizing without going on Reddit, which would all be kind of ruined by now. Everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I was that was fun, and I uh, I just really and it was a return to form for that show. I How think. good is season three? Yeah, it's not as good as season one, but it's only I, because it's not as novel. But like it's a, a similar concept of the timelines yeah. of the detectives. We've talked about the Mount yeah. Rushmore of TV shows, like season season one Mount Rushmore specifically. Yeah. And True Detective season one is 100% on that for me. Yeah. Like 100%. 100%. Without question. But I think that it is as good of quality. It's just because it's not the first one by the guy. It's hard to like capture the same energy. energy. Kennedy. And Kennedy. <laughs> and also I think as much as I like their dynamic as it is a good dynamic as like brothers in arms as detectives, it just can't beat Woody Harrelson and and Matthew who might Conahan. actually be brothers. Um who that, that's not a thing. Said, there's no <laughs> evidence for that. No, there isn't. Who is the other main lead because i remember mahershala uh, ali i can't his name is Ste- steven dorf or something oh steven dorf isn't it him you mean the guy from blade <laughs> am i making i think blade, he is yeah blade 1999 i think it is him let me let me confirm that in three so the blood tornado two one yeah steven dorf as roland west because i'd forgotten he was in that he's good he's good he's just not he's just like not as good as mahershala ali i mean who uh, is really though and he's not as good as like the combo of uh, McConaughey and and Woody Harrelson, they were no. so because they like hated each other as well. Oh, they so had it a was real like, passion like in yeah. the in the show. Passion and hate for each other. Yeah, they tried to do a little bit of that in the third season, if I remember correctly. They and, do at the end, and it's like not really. It's like you would be. It's like fair. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think in the other show, like McConaughey just bugs Harrelson a lot because he's just so out. But there. then he sleeps with his wife. Well, that also is, that would bug you. Yes. <laughs> that would bug that also, you. I forgot about. Heck of I forgot lot. about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Great, great TV show though. I might go back and watch the second series just for sake's sake to see. Have you, you know. never, have you never seen it? I haven't seen the second. Oh, then series. yeah, go ahead and watch it. It's I, not very good. But I, but yeah, I, everyone just said it was so bad. I was like, I don't. I don't the, care like, about it's this. Colin Farrell's interesting, but it's like okay. it's the Adam Driver award for him. Oh, really? Yeah. Same with uh, Colin Farrell, man. He is consistent. Yeah, no, he is. He's good. I can't think of a bad performance by him. He's he's a good actor. He just like once he stopped doing things like SWAT. <laughs> it all worked out and daredevil back yeah. in the 2000s well yeah. he, you know he Bad. tried to get daredevil and they didn't he didn't get it he, so, they so gave he became him, bullseye they gave him bullseye stop it he, he, he auditioned for daredevil did he really i never yeah. knew that yeah i've been up to some fun stuff this week dl well okay right i'm gonna retract that statement immediately you've been up the to o- some shitty the opposite stuff. to the thing you said of yeah. you know being really excited about the thing and enjoying the thing you watched. Yeah. I watched the rest of the third season of The Witcher and <laughs> I wish I hadn't. Like it was I told you. Awful. Yeah, I told like, you. Like just not like bad bad TV. None of it. I didn't like any of it. Yeah, it's not. You didn't like any of it? I kept I, I like that, that one, episode, one episode that's good. That one episode. I and It's not even that. good. It's just like okay. It just it's does something average. a little bit different. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. But there was a really interesting quote and I can't, I couldn't tell from the article I was reading if it was the guy who writes the books or uh, just some Polish dude yeah. who was like, this effectively, this was a quote that was translated from Polish to uh, English, no, Polish to English, then back to Polish for some mm. reason. But basically said like, the reason the show is bad 
because it's been dumbed down for American audiences. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, that's not it, entirely fair, though. It's not at all. It's like you don't. Well, for one, you don't have to dumb things down. Like if you look at like Game of Thrones, they just threw you in. Like, which was, by the way is an American author fucker. Well, and yeah. it's one of the more sophisticated shows. Like, it's great. I think that's we'll never, yeah, that's never end, but. The book yeah, series that yeah, is. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's uh, that's unfair. I think there's that's a, unfair. There's a too. lot of us that are smart. There's a lot of us that are dumb. Uh, but there's a lot of us who really like sci-fi. Well, it's not really sci-fi, is it? It's action fantasy with sci-fi elements. Yeah. There's a lot of. I'm mean, just like you know, people. People like hard. Give me good hardcore. Stuff, yeah. Give me good hardcore. <laughs> you got issues today. I don't know what you're getting at. My but, brain is going uh, somewhere else. But like, yeah, I'm I'm 100 with you. Like, audiences can take it. We're in 2023. Give, yeah. Give us that weirdness. You know what I'm realizing? Give me the Baba Yaga. Your jersey kind of looks like you're like some kind of knight. A knight? Like a knight. How so? I don't, <laughs> Give me like Is three. that a soccer jersey? You look like you're a part of like... <laughs> moving on. Have you seen that unknown Cosmos Time Machine documentary on Netflix? I watched the other... I, I've, not t- I've not put this in my list, but I watched the other one. I, so. I'm halfway through it. Okay, all right. And I it's like really interesting. The one about the Lost Pyramid. That's the one I watched. I haven't... I've saved that. Okay, all right. But I'm like, now I just question all Egyptian... Everything. everything. Everything about everything, Egypt everything. ever since that podcast <laughs> and fucking Graham Hancock. So I'm like, I don't want to hear what these, these you, infidels, lying motherfuckers have to say. No, I, I need to watch it. I want to. It's saved. Uh, but oh, I don't think I don't think the the uh, pyramid ones as good as I was hoping it was going to be. Oh, is it not? We'll, I, we'll talk about it next okay. week. But like, it's it's still good. The, Tell me more about this one. This one's just about the James Webb telescope. Oh yeah, okay. And how they're like. It seems to be, I'm halfway through, it seems to be following like the launch. We know it's been successful. Um, okay. I, or, I didn't know that. Or actually, <laughs> okay. I, maybe I don't I'm, think it's launched yet. Maybe I'm assuming it's going to be I successful. I don't think it's launched yet. I want it to be successful for them. Anyway, they're, it's following the build of it sure. and like what it's going to try and do, which is basically like you can, by looking that far out, yeah. you're basically seeing, seeing the, past. the past. Yeah, yeah. And it's just this really, it was because just kind of heady. Because the light's so old? Yeah. It's like 18,000 years old. Holy shit. I don't know what it is, but it's just some crazy amount of old. That's so interesting. Yeah. So you're seeing glimpses into like what the universe looked like in the past. Netflix has this weird thing at the minute. And documentaries do- on Netflix are good. Yeah. But it, 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 they also seem to be in this stage where they're creating programs, especially documentaries, that the whole story hasn't been told yet. Yeah, they're kind of. That's actually true. uh, Yeah, there's a lot of those because it's like trying to be timely with like what the news is. Yeah, it's trying to be zeitgeist. It's almost like rushing them out. But some of them are bad. Some of them are good. I mean, they're not all bad. But I'm saying like I would like to see a full story. (laughs) You know, like I want to know what happens. No, they're not cool. They're not about that life. They like to cancel shit before you get to know. Do like to cancel shit before you get anywhere near the end of it. But we'll talk about the other one. Let's talk about that next week and the the pyramid one too because I'll maybe try and watch that. We'll switch. We'll swap over. Uh, Swappy. We did a, a fun thing, and we've been actually ever since the new Mission Impossible film came out, and we saw it in cinemas. I saw it with with the partner. Yeah, we've been kind of going in reverse order through the Mission Impossibles, so they've been gradually Do getting you worse. Want to be more confused? <laughs> no, I, I actually really like the latest one. So we actually watched Mission Impossible Fallout recently, which that what that is a good one. We saw that together, didn't we? I think theaters? we did. Yeah, that's, that's the one like with Henry ago. Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah, he does the one. the loading arms bit. Yeah, where I don't he, mind that locks his arms yeah <laughs> i think that's so good like the twist is good like i'd forgotten some of the ending parts of it yeah the fact that they planted the nuclear bombs where his like wife was like you know ethan hunt's previous wife it's like it's all a bit part. nonsense and yeah. a bit like in the air but i really liked that bad guy he nice. was like he was really greasy yeah and but like who's, who's the dude who leaked all the documents 
I don't really the remember. The WikiLeaks to be guy. I just remember Henry Cavill's like a, a yeah. villain in the end. He was sort of he was sort of in the mold yeah. of the Spoilers, WikiLeaks sorry. guy, and I really liked that. It was really yeah. interesting. It was like a good. I mean, it's from like what like five six years ago. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about spoilers yeah. at this point. Fair. But do you remember that film? What did you? Yeah, no, I, I did like it more than the other ones. Yeah. I do remember that. I do. I, I liked it more than the recent one we saw. Did you? Yeah, I didn't oh. really like that one as much. We talked about that recently. Go yeah. back and listen to our episode on the latest Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning film. And then I'd say the last thing I watched. Yeah. You're, it was just like a Western from the 50s. Ooh, tell me. The Rio Bravo. Something about a good Western, an old school Western that's good that I know is going to be, you know, kind of weird and a bit outdated. It just like puts me at ease, bro. Really? I can, I fall asleep. I never watch it in one instance. I fall okay. asleep every time because it like puts me in this like, <laughs> happy nostalgic <laughs> state but i i'm almost done with the rio bravo it's a john wayne film it's actually highly rated uh one oh. of the more highly rated ones about a small town sheriff in the american west right oh does it, does it remind you of like i don't know i'll tell you what uh, westerns remind me of they remind me of going around to like my grandfather's house yeah. and sitting there and without fail every time he would sit there and say I've never seen this one. This is really new. And then 20 minutes, 30 minutes in, he'd go, oh yeah, this happens. And you'd go, you just ruined the movie for me. <laughs> like without fail. Every I, time. I mean, like my grandpa, like, I don't even know if he liked Westerns, but I don't know how I got into them, man. I think I just like, like it's a natural thing in me. I like, like not them. necessarily Westerns, but yeah. like generally, generally like films yeah. from his generation. His he always but, I mean, it's, the made in the, it's made in the fifties. Right. It's, and it's, it's an interesting story though. It's about like this guy who's basically a, a sheriff that he's, he's in, he's basically, captured some criminal whose whose brother's really rich and always gets him out of it but this guy's an outlaw oh. and he's like putting up a stand but he's only the only help he's got in this little town is this drunken <laughs> like sheriff deputy with him right. who's like getting sober to help him actually defend this choice that he's made to like st- take a stand and it's clint eastwood no it's uh john wayne john he's wayne. even older yeah it's older but what year do you reckon that's from 1959 hell yeah it is it's old so tell you how it ends. Eight out of ten on Rotten Tomatoes or uh, IMDb. Oh, that's highly, good. Highly rated John Wayne movie, and I, I can understand why the acting is actually not. It's not too, you know. There's elements Hokey. of it like you can tell this is a '50s movie, Hokey? but it's yeah, a little ho- like you know the scene with the girl and that you know yeah, that's it, always there. They always have to shoehorn that yeah, crap yeah, yeah, yeah. with the girl. Well, final thing from me this week. That's exciting. We we definitely have to start that uh, Cowboys and Indians. You can't say that anymore. We definitely have to start that Western. Anthology. Anthology. We gotta finish one of our anthologies. We gotta do anthologies first. Once we finish an anthology, I'll let us start a Western one. Because I have so you want to do a Western. I want to, but I don't want to like I want to complete something. What about a modern Western one? I'm down with that. There's plenty. I think I've seen them all though. What's a good one? We did a Western. We did the Uh, one with Idris Elba and uh Yeah, that's like a modern one. True Grit is probably that's one of my favorites. I don't think I've seen that The Assassination of Jesse James. I've seen that, I think. Um, that's not really modern. It's like in the last 20 years, probably. Yeah, but I mean, that's modern. Yeah. That's more modern than 1959. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, there's degrees three, to Three Cent of Yuma. That's supposed to be a good one as well. Yeah, there's, yeah I've seen that one. There's another one with uh, with Joaquin Phoenix, um, oh. something brothers. I forget. Okay. There's a lot. We're writing a list for ourselves. We can Somebody them. put this as on the list for us and let us know. <laughs> Final one I did, and I think you tried to talk a little bit about it last week, but we, or last time we recorded, was The Bear. Yes. Which we ended up powering through season one. Have started season it. two yet? I haven't. Not yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't started yet. We, we flicked on something else beforehand, but I, it, it, like, the first episode really threw us. Like, really threw us. Yeah, to the point we were like, yeah, we, we, we almost didn't carry on watching. So I'm glad we did. Lots of questions about the finale. 
But oh, I you know you're not this. happy with I, the questions. I hate these questions. So spoilers for the bear. Yeah, tomato sauce. T- yeah. Talking about the tomato sauce. Ugh, they get the money in the tomato sauce. Talk to me get... about it. What do you mean? I thought it was you like said a he pinnacle. Could it's I'm a like, pinnacle well, character moment. Why are you worried about the tomato sauce? It doesn't you, make you sense. You need a can opener to open it. It doesn't make sense. How would you put it in? Put it anywhere else. He could I- be a welder. He looks like he's got weld- welder's hands. Put a hidey hole somewhere in the restaurant. No, because it th- th- ties back to the narrative moment of him hating the fucking pasta. He's like, we're not making the pasta anymore. It's mushy. It's da, da, da. And it's like, mm-hmm. that it ties mm-hmm. back to like, mm-hmm. it's now his again. And he mm-hmm. can say, fuck mm-hmm. the pasta. Mm-hmm. The pasta is actually his way out. It's like a narrative moment. The irony of that. Okay. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. I like that. And like the fact that the note, spoilers, the, like he's the whole season's been him dealing with his brother's death. And he finally gets the, uh, the suicide note, expecting it to be this big thing. And it's, it's just not. like, yeah. not. It's yeah. like. I like fucking that. rock on or whatever he says. Or yeah, like, I like shred that. it. Yeah. And then it's like the recipe to the pasta. He doesn't give a fuck about. It. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, and he literally like laughs. laughs. And it's like such a pinnacle moment. And Tommy's answer to that is, how would he get it in? How would he get in the tomato sauce? How would he put the cash in the tomato sauce? The cash is all in the tomato sauce. Spoilers. Give me five ways you could put in the tomato sauce. That doesn't include welding. Well, that's literally Because you couldn't weld it shut and it looked the same. Nonsense. The whole thing is nonsense. Maybe he knows the wholesaler, the maker of the tomato sauce, and he paid them it's to do that. It's a real stretch. No, it's a local food real market. Real stretch. It's a local food market. He knows the canner. It's Chicago, bro. <laughs> it's Chicago. I like the I manufacturing like man. I, I, look, I didn't like the way it was presented, but the, the ending was nice. You know, they Chicago. had the found family moment. They all got together, and now they're able to do their own thing, and it changes from the beef to Fuck, the bear. It makes me hungry watching that shit, though. Oh, me too. Every time. Yeah. Not not necessarily when they're doing the fancy shitty food. You know when he has a flashback? Yeah. When they're doing the big fat sandwiches. No, that's, I'm of like, course. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm like, get or me like one of those. Or like when she's cooking that one meal that like, uh, when she's like pissed, and Sydney's pissed and she leaves. The cola ribs yeah, what, thing. Whatever it was. Yeah. Fucking good. Yeah. Oh my God. I or the risotto. Did you, did you happen to watch Secret Invasion yet? I don't know if I'm gonna. Yeah. Do I, ha- do I have to for this podcast? Is that a must? The more I think about it, the more it annoys me. I don't think I'm gonna. In general, I talked to I talked to a friend of the show, Stainsy, and he's like, "Yeah, Dick Stainsy, save yourself." Yeah, like you could watch it. You might have a good time with it. Yeah, I just think nothing happened. In I that think show. if you didn't have a good time with it, I'm not gonna have a good time. with but it. But we have different opinions regularly. But we yeah. do, and usually you are more forgiving. I think of Marvel than I can be. I don't nah, know. I, I, that. Not not like that. in a bad way. I'm just I'm just kind of over it if it's not called Loki. Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and maybe Thor slash, what's the other guy? Uh, magician dude. Doctor Strange? Yeah, him. Go check out my latest YouTube video on Podcast Assemble on YouTube. I did a fantastic video about how Loki might introduce the X-Men. Go check it out. But it just annoys me, DL, because nothing fucking happens. Yeah, it's it's like, six episodes of nothing. Why would they make nothing? it? Nothing! Why would they make it? Why did they make it? I don't it's know. I'm asking you. It's it's a completely pointless show. And you know what's, <laughs> what's ironic, and it makes me really uncomfortable to say this: Peacemaker was a better version of the Secret Invasion storyline than this fucking show was. Like the show, six episodes, forty plus minutes an episode, nothing happened. I, I'll tell you what: I cannot stand a show that has the audacity to make their episodes forty minutes where there's no fucking point. Like it ends. Almost exactly at the same yeah. spot it begins at. Say what you will about Yellow Jackets and their length. There's a lot to explore there. 
but it's worth it. Yes. It's a good like deep dive into the human side. Forty minutes this is nothing. of Marvel fucking not even like tasteless carbs is like not what I need. It's completely pointless. Yeah. It's wasted calories. Is yes, what it is. That's what I'm and saying. It's like white bread. The things that the show ends with, which are the big deals, the big spoilers. I'm like, no. Tell me what it is. Can we spoil nobody it? cares? Do you want me to spoil it? Yes, but what's the what's the what's the take? Spoilers. The big deal is that Rhodey was a Rhodey was taken by the scrolls at some point. They keep Marvel keeps changing their mind because people are getting pissed at them. And who's Rhodey? I don't know who this is. Uh, War Machine. Oh, okay, okay. Who's yeah, the president's yeah, right hand yeah, man? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Gaia, who is Amelia Clark, Khaleesi, gets like all the powers of the Avengers. So she's just this crazy strong being out of nowhere. But, like, there's a big fight scene with another one of the Skrulls who has all the powers as well. They both have all the powers, and they're fighting each other. Complete nonsense battle. It's doing stuff that doesn't make sense. Like, we found out through Doctor Strange, we sat through a whole movie of finding out that magic is learnt, and it takes time. Yes. She just uses the bad guy from Corvus Clave. He's the the bad magician guy from the Infinity War and Endgame. Mm. Just uses his powers, like, you know, she's been doing it forever. And I'm like, why make us sit through movies of this stuff to just mm. be this dickish about it? This sucks for that. Yeah. Like, I didn't mean to get this angry, Dre. No, but it <laughs> doesn't sound good. And then it ends with Nick Fury just going back to space. You're like, Nothing. what was the point in coming back? <laughs> you didn't achieve it. In fact, if anything, he's made the situation worse than when he came back. Well, I agree with you. And I think maybe this is a good time to transition to Have You Heard? Have you heard? I haven't had a jingle in a while, DL. Do you no, want to bring a jingle back? <laughs> you just did. <laughs> I, I will say this. You're right. Peacemaker was a better version of this story. Peacemaker was great. Line. And you know who else thinks that there's more to be told? Please. The old DC world is James Gunn. Because news has it that Wonder Woman 3 is being developed with James Gunn and right. I think somebody else what's the other Gal Gadot yeah but yeah Gal Gadot but there's another person Peter something or, oh Saffron I don't know is he was he big in the DC world I don't know he is not dissimilar to how well he, it's Gunn and Saffron they're, they're, okay. they're, they're co-leads okay. but he had like a, a history of doing producing not dissimilar to how Kevin Feige was okay. working okay. on it previously but this is fun news well it's interesting it means that she's in did we yeah. know that before? We didn't know anything before. We didn't know if she was so, in. Yeah. So that means she's still in. Well, it doesn't mean it's in his world, but you have to imagine it is if he's doing it. I would say they'd probably change it. I mean, like, I think the whole point of that Flash movie was to say that things have changed. But they didn't really say that? No. They, like, they kind, it was a bad they movie. They kind of did. <laughs> it was a like, bad they, movie. They, like, dabbled with that, but then they didn't bring anyone from the James gun world well, so i think well, they're just saying that well, maybe he could they could mix it up again well the one thing we didn't see was the post-credit stinger which was aquaman still being the same guy so it's still jason momoa who's aquaman did we oh yeah we left we left because yeah. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> we left okay but this is fun so that, that infers that there could be other people that are the same fun in this new world yes okay, understood okay do you would you give gal gadot one more chance as wonder woman because 1984 whatever it was was bad yeah but that was just the writing yeah well was patty jenkins bad? isn't coming back was she bad like, i don't think she was bad in it like i, I don't I, look i like her i don't think she's the best actress to be frank mm-hmm but I think she's a good Wonder Woman. I agree. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you don't have to be. I couldn't see her in Schindler's List, but she's yeah. great in this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's not you. winning any Oscars. I feel you. Right now. Yeah. She just released a Netflix movie, I think. And I'm it sure it's bad. looks Is that the, Nile the same one? as all of them. 
No, you're thinking of Death on the Nile. Yeah, I thought I love that those kind of movies, but like the fact that she was in it, I was like, eh, it's not gonna be good. Oh, I don't. I don't she's not getting that. like she's not getting those kind of roles and like she's like scripts a lead, that are really epic. She's know? like a lead spy in it or something. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really. That, like, but that's the thing that she does. It's very Netflix. Yeah, they probably gave like twenty five million. It'll get like twenty five views. Yeah. Did you know that Red Notice is apparently <laughs> the most watched streamed movie? No of one all believes time? that. No, me neither. But they no one... really want you to believe that, dude, because they paid so much to get those three people in it who didn't give a shit. It's propaganda. It's crazy. Like why they get demand so much money? That's nuts. Like, do they just slay it at the? Do those movies slay the box office that they're in? Well, the Rock ones used to before he fell off a cliff because of well, you know, like Black Adam and demands for those movies. So. Like he, like but I guess movies. my point is, when he's in movies, do they fucking slay? That's still? what I'm saying. They used to call him. I told you this before. They used to call him Hollywood Viagra. Yeah, I remember. I remember. He came into the Fast and Furious franchise, and it all of a sudden and he was and it got room. really hard. They did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. DL. This became a really hard watch. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I could did you, not. Did you hear about the Viagra? I I could not finish the movie. They make you look hard. I couldn't finish. <laughs> What were we talking There's about? There's nothing little about that. Very true. Quite uh, Yes. Effectively, he revised franchises, I believe, is the point. So yes, they used to make monies. Okay. He revised franchises. G.I. Yeah, Joe did well after he joined it. it. Got it. Like stuff, stuff and things. old men's sex lives. Got of it. Of course. I yes. understand the uh, simile analogy. I was trying to think of a good segue from that, but there isn't one. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the show, Matt Bliss. Actually, thank you for all the editing today, Mr. Matthew Bliss. We really appreciate it. But he sent a piece of news which I'd missed and I know you're going to be excited to hear about because you still haven't watched this. I actually have it. Bloody have show. It. I have it saved in my Amazon. Well, watch it already. I'm going to now because I just finished True Detective. Invincible season two. It's here, baby. It's coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. So it's going to probably apparently premiere on November the 3rd. I think it's coming out in two parts. So I'm not sure if the right strike slash mm. actor strike is going to affect the second part. Got it. Which is interesting, but it's about finally watched it my dude yeah, yeah. no i'm down i'm ready oh, i just wanted i was waiting for the second season that's it <laughs> that's why i did it why are we waiting for the second season it's no. interesting because i don't think this is going to cost him a lot of money like this is that kind of almost dragon ball z style animation where not a lot happens and then like a bunch of stuff happens and not a lot happens Do you know what yes, i mean yes totally. like it's quite static it's not like rick and morty where everyone's moving constantly and it's like it's that you know, their mouth moves and then yeah. there's a big fight. Rick and scene. Morty's more like intense animation. Yeah, I'd agree. That's coming back too. There was a trailer for the next season. I of that swear trailer. I already saw most of what happened in that trailer. That was the point. It was like a recap trailer. Oh, okay. okay there's just okay, a bit okay, at the end okay, where it's okay. like, a hundred years, Morty. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. doing this again. Okay, okay, okay. I okay, okay. failed my audition for Rick, obviously. So I have a question for you. Please. Is zero percent of anything zero? <laughs> because if so... This is a leading the Meg question. Two as a movie doesn't actually exist, <laughs> and well, like John Cena is invisible. Well, let me give you some stats about this, and you Cena. are going to be so surprised. So, in its first weekend in you know the US and outside, the Meg it's just Meg Two: The Trench. Don't know why there's no <laughs> the in there. Its critical reception was zero percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It was doing nothing. It did go up to twenty two percent. So oh. right now, no. So what does that 22, mean? Someone gave twenty-two it like people a, out of like hundred. Forty. So, so five people have seen it, and one of them liked it. One of them gave it a forty. Like, yeah. uh, well, interestingly, so you know, it's like a schlocky. You know about the Meg, right? It's about the Meg. It's so dumb. Schlocky, big monster movie. But in the beautiful nonsense that is the film industry, yes. this is now one of the highest opening weekends of has had one of the highest opening weekends of the year. Because it came out in China. 
So because the Chinese market was invested in this, the, Chi- the Chinese market, I didn't realize this. They love They sharks. only release a limited amount of Hollywood created movies a year. It's like five or something crazy. It's, it's bare minimal. So if you get that market, you're pretty much going to make money. And this has a pretty, apparently a large Chinese actor base in it. So like one of the main characters is like a big action star in China, apparently. So now after hitting a 0% critical reception for the critics in this opening weekend, it's one of the biggest openings of the year. Can you believe that? Like, no, but <laughs> I mean, look, like, I mean, no? there's a lot of stuff about China that I do not know or understand well. So maybe I'm uneducated. Power to our the future Meg. overlords. The Meg. No, but they like giant monster movies, right? Like we yeah, all do. Like, yeah, like. Like the Japanese. And it's like the Japanese do. And it's fucking up big cities. Like, I imagine the Meg 2 is pretty fun. I bet it's terrible. Yeah, me too. But would Gail you? Gail made me watch the first one. Re- I was about to that. ask if you'd watch yeah, it. Yeah, I had to watch the first one. Would you? Would Go back the, and watch the second watch one. The sec- no. Knowing that it's. Fuck no. It's more Megs. Fuck no. It's more Megs. I don't care. It's more Jason Statham being bald and exciting. Yeah, it's more of everything I don't want. What if I said next week we're doing. Meg to the trench for the podcast. I wouldn't. I wouldn't show. I'd, str- I'd strike. <laughs> I'd, I'd join the picket I'd align line with Hollywood. You join the picket line. Brilliant. Well, final bit of news then before we move on. DL, did you hear this week? Fantastic Four rumors. They're abound. They're still in the popular spotlight. But apparently, these I like these actually. By the way, so Vanessa Kirby has a, reportedly been cast by ComicBook.com as Vanessa Kirby. Yeah, she is <laughs> Vanessa Kirby. That doesn't make sense. As Sue Storm. Who is the Invisible Woman? She as herself, as playing herself, herself she's within uh, her yeah. own mind. <laughs> What's that John Malkovich movie? Being John Malkovich is just yeah. that. She's just <laughs> herself walking around. So Vanessa Kirby playing Vanessa Kirby in the Fantastic Four. She is the actor who was in Mission Impossible. She who was, is Sue? She's the Invisible Woman. She ah uh, yes. Is that the one we thought that Margot Robbie got? Yes. Oh, correct. Okay, okay. I don't think Adam Driver is apparently not in either. He apparently didn't connect with the character, but. <laughs> Joseph Quinn. <laughs> That's like some studio execs saying, like, let's fuck with Adam Driver for not taking this. You didn't connect. Hooking. <laughs> like, no. Like, for sure. No. Like, some exact, uh, not Warner Brothers, Marvel exec, somebody up there is just like, this guy. Fuck this guy. Uh, he didn't take our nah, role. I imagine Adam Driver is just like, I didn't connect with Emotional the character. Emotional like that? Yeah. Yeah. Just I think he's that head. guy. Okay. I do think he's that guy. I think he's the artsy type. I wouldn't connect with that character either. <laughs> Well, Joseph Quinn, who you will remember from Stranger Things as the kid who played the guitar, can't remember, Eddie, maybe? Eddie, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's apparently going to be Johnny Storm, who is the flame guy. Okay. Who Chris Evans played in the crap 2000s movies. Good actor. Yeah, looks way different with just normal hair. Yeah, but like his eccentric energy, he might be able to play, I think he'll play it well. Yeah, Yeah. I think so too. I think Vanessa Kirby's Vanessa Kirby will be great. She's back. She's she was made. <laughs> she was made to play herself. Yeah, I don't know her well. Why? What is I, she in? She. I was about to say she is from the two latest Mission Impossible movies. She was the White Widow. Do you remember the White Widow in this one? So in the latest one, when it's old mate Haley Atwell on the train, she's blonde. Yeah. And Haley Atwell swaps faces with her for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, that girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You de- 100% I know, I know, I know, I know. But what else is she in? I um, have absolutely no idea. That's all I remember. Pieces from. of a woman. Bunch of things and stuff, I assume. Um, lots of Mission Impossibles. Yeah. Hey, guys, look. If 
we've missed any news, which we probably have, and we don't really mean news, probably fun things we're seeing on Instagram, hit us up, send us them over. You can find us at Podcast Assemble or thepodcastassemble at gmail.com. Send us over. We love when you do. Send us memes. We haven't had memes in a while. My God, we haven't haven't had memes in a while. DL. Yes. Do you want to preface our main topic? This main topic is the sequel to the Opie epic. Oh, yeah. We're doing the set part yeah, two, baby. The Barb and Heimer yeah. duel. We, today, we're talking about Barbie in a Barbie world. I'm a Barbie yeah. girl in or, a Barbie world. I say leaving a Barbie world. In, out, in, out, shake it yeah. all about. She's all over the place. Let's talk about it. <laughs> we are going to do non-spoilers and then spoilers, guys. And fun fact about this movie. Did you, did you see this? When you just type Barbie, generally, into mm. Google... The whole fucking thing goes really pink and it's really hard to see. Really? Ter- terrible if you're like accessible, if you have like poor vision. Or if you're ep- like epilepsy. Yeah, probably. Is that, is that a thing? Epilepsy? But like that, but like little fireworks go off on the screen as well. So like maybe it's not, it's not great. I was like, I was trying to read it. I was like, I can't really see I this. have not had that experience. Don't. Yet. It's not helpful. Yeah. Well, DL, do you have a stupid plot? Yeah. You know, movie? I struggled with this one, but I ended up on overacting improv and trope reversing introspection she's a barbie girl in a barbie world and ken's horse stat horse tastic i was gonna say hortastic horstastic in plastic that's some big energy from you right there yeah, I, I was trying to inter- channel my energy that. you should make energy well mine takes a slightly different route to yours so mine is the second movie of the year that makes big things small and small things big which one was better you tell us what you expect. Mm. Ant-Man, Quast- uh, Ant-Man and the Wan- Wasp Quantumania. Which one do you think was better? Barbie World. Yeah, well, of course. But yeah, didn't expect- I didn't expect that at the beginning of the year. Ant-Man looked like it was going to be great. True. I do think for some reason I like thought this movie was going to suck for a while. And then I when think they- it was in your f- and- most look forward to of the year. Was it? I think so. Oh, we got the receipts. <laughs> We're going to have to go back and check <laughs> that, guys. Check the tapes. Yeah, mine were uh, just to remind you all Killers of the Flower Moon, Doom right. Part 2, Ant Man, the Quantum, and, and the Quantumania. Bo is Afraid, or yeah. otherwise known as Disappointment Boulevard. Maybe sex type. Um, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning uh, Part 1. Point being. Yeah, guys, go back and listen to our most excited part of the year. It's one of our first episodes from this year, and they're always a bit of fun. Keep us accountable. I always steal Drake's because he really wants the ones that I'm going to talk about. Yeah, and he's just too slow. Yeah, I am pretty slow. Just slow. The, yeah, like I, I don't remember thinking it was going to be good, but then I saw that trailer where it was like making fun of Space Odyssey 2001. Oh, and I was like, yeah. okay, they're going to do something different. That's a great scene in this. I was like, they're going to do something different because that I, was the first trailer. Was it? It was like, I didn't realize them. It was like a full frame by frame. It's literally like yeah. with, with kids. Copy. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into it, then do you want to guess for me the current IMDb scoff it is? 89. Uh, so it's out of 10, 8.9. You say? Yes. Changing your mind because yes. it's different. Po- <laughs> yes. It's actually 6.6. What? I wonder if this is like a bunch of dudes who are like, this is against men. This is bad. But it's, actually watching it. How fucking dumb would you have to be to think that? Because it's like actually against there are, all stereotypes. There are a lot of people like yeah. that in the world, DL. A lot. Too, too many. Let's not get into it. Yeah. Do you want to guess for me the Rotten Tomato score? That's got to be 89. It's 88. Wow. That's more like, I think, realistically, where this is sort of leveling. But then, finally then, uh, our new version. Do you want to guess the letterbox scoff list? It's out of five, and it's a point something. 3.9. 
the 4.1. I think Letterboxd is all user reviews. That's why I like it. It's different. So you've got IMDb, which is both, Ron Tomatoes, which is both, and then you've got straight to the people. Straight to the peeps. Tell us what you think, guys. Tell us how you really feel. Well, this is Greta Gerwig with just an unbelievable cast. We're talking Margot Robbie. We're talking Issa Rae. We're talking Kate McKinnon. We are talking everyone. Ryan Gosling, Simu Liu, Kensley Ben Adair, who some cameos he's the bad, as well. He's the bad guy from uh, Secret Invasion, and he's actually really good in this. It's got the guy who is the new Doctor Who. It's got John Cena. It's got Michael Sarah. It's got America <laughs> Farah. It's got Helen Mill- Mirren. It's got Will Ferrell. Ritu Arya. Remember her? Yeah, it's got Dua Lipa. It has everyone who's hot right now. The girl, hot right now. The girl from fucking 65. And it's got the, the girl baby. from 65. The kid that can't speak. <laughs> that literally can't speak at 65. And this will not shut the fuck up. I really like this movie straight off the bat. I'm going to say it. Like, I had a lot of fun with this. And I was really hesitant going in. So I went to see this. But just pure context here. Yeah. The partner went with her girlfriend. Oh, so you saw it separate. I saw it with Gail. And I went on my own. Wow. So <laughs> people were probably like, is, what is wrong with this dude? You, you would be surprised <laughs> how many guys were there on their own in no. this movie. No. I was genuinely... Don't was, lie to me to make yourself I'm feel I'm not better. at all. So this was... We had, uh, we had a, a global day off at work. And I basically spent all of the morning creating a YouTube video. And then the afternoon, I was like, this is when I'm going to go and see the movie. Like, I really want to. It wasn't, it was like mid-afternoon. So mm. it wasn't peak and it wasn't lunchtime. Yeah. It was bang in the middle. I think yeah. like three o'clock or something. And it was full. Surprisingly full. I it was, was like, full wow. when we went to. Yeah. And it was like weeks after it had been released. It's been, it's still yeah. in cinemas. It's still yeah. going. It's yeah. still going strong, baby. So what do you, what are you calling out for the plot of this movie? What, what happens to you? The plot. Oh, by the way, there's another sex education person, the black guy. Yes. In the background. And he like honestly doesn't fit the movie. I think I, think I thought he was like the, out of place. I think he's the new Doctor Who. It's is he, like uh is he really? an, an Kuti Gatwa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the new Doctor Who, I think. Wow, that's a big big yeah, for him. huge. What did I think? Dude, What's the, the, plot? Oh, no, the plot. What's happening here? The uh the plot is really after being deemed bro we welcome Barbie hey, in Bobby. Barbie World. Where Barbie world exists because we've solved all pain and unhappiness yes. in the other world as well. That's why Barbie World exists. Don't ask me why. Barbie Land. Barbie Land, it's it's a bit meta. Uh, after being deemed broken for having she has flat feet. existential thoughts of death plus flat feet. The flat feet is the worst part. Which, by the way, like she doesn't, but like she did in that moment, I guess. For I that know. exact yeah. second, yeah. Minor uh, flat feet. And straying from the accepted material image norm, Barbie goes on a soul-searching journey to find her kid counterpart in the real world to fix what's causing her sorrow and therefore her ugliness. I for her slow to great to great and ugly. What did you think? In this meta comedy, we follow Barbie and her friends on a journey of self discovery for true worth in a comedic and emotional tale. What did you think? This is the weirdest voice you've ever done. I'm not sure what this voice is. This is me summarizing Barbie. This is me summarizing <laughs> Barbie. <laughs> you want to say it any weirder? I guess if you'd like me to, I can. I can try. To me, right? This was just like. A really fun story. Yeah, no, and it doesn't it, look. I yeah, I liked it a with lot. a group of really stupid characters. I liked it a lot. It did like you know movies that like it just doesn't take itself seriously. It's got surprisingly dark humor, like surprisingly. Yeah. Some of the bits in it that that like, some it's a bit like the old movies where you'd get like the, the reminds me of Anchorman at times in really weird ways. That was one of the comparisons yeah. that one of my favorite podcasters made, yeah. and 
I was like, that's what this is. It's very like, almost like, that's why in my summary I made like improv, because you can tell there was improv here. Yeah, there definitely had to have been. Had to have been. But like you say, the dark humor is, it's a bit of me. There's a lot of that in here. And I was like, this is bloody funny. Yeah. Lots of uh, stereotype reversals, investigations, lots of oblivious Ken job interviews. It's the best. <laughs> I like, yeah, we, the best. we'll talk about that. The thing, <laughs> the thing I liked about this movie, very specifically, is that this could have been the next name a generic brand movie that kind of got ruined. You know, like Uncharted, GI Joe, Transformers, whatever yeah. you want. This could have been that so easily, but they apparently Greta Gerwig she went to the studio and said, "I want to do this." She literally like tried to get this movie. Did she see that there was a script out? I don't think so. I think she I think she wrote. She was one of the writers, so she will have written this as well. Wow. So it was like her, her dream child, basically. I guess. She's like, wow, that's interesting. And imagine getting like Margot Robbie. I mean, how can you imagine not getting her? She, she literally is Barbie. Literally. Like, yeah. She's even got the flat foot. Wait, what what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Dude, how about the, wasn't there a joke about he doesn't have a penis? Yeah, it's just I was going to say well, I forget the context, but it's really funny. We'll talk about this in like world building probably, but like Ken being an afterthought at almost all times in a movie mm-hmm. up to like the bit where spoilers start. It's fucking brilliant. Like the bit where Ken says to Barbie, like, can I stay over? And she's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Yeah. And it makes for such like interesting characters. Yeah. Really fleshes them out. It's great. Uh, like on both sides, like the this, you know, you, I, we're gonna talk about it later. But the stereotypes, like they they investigate like both like male stereotypes and the weight of that, absolutely, as well as female. And it's like in a way where you know you can un- really empathize with both sides. It's about finding yourself. At the end of the day, yeah. not finding yourself in terms of that because none of them have anything down there, but finding <laughs> who you are. And I really like that. And these actors were so perfectly cast for this yeah. in many ways. Yeah. Margot Robbie, phenomenal. Michael Sarah, <laughs> Alan, absolute legend. Michael Sarah's Alan is basically Barbie or Ken's like friend, friend Ken's mate. It's like one of Ken's mates. Like, apparently, that's a thing in the doll. Like I don't remember having an Alan doll, but I, I googled this before. <laughs> Who had an Alan doll? Seriously, like, he must have been cut immediately. Yeah. Who thought Ken needed a friend? <laughs> Dude, he's got Barbie. <laughs> he has so many other Kens. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. He has to find out more about himself with yes. and without Barbie. Was there anyone who stood out for you in this? I thought uh, Simu was Weird Barbie. Weird Barbie. Weird Barbie. Sorry. What why was... do I keep calling her Ugly Barbie? Weird Barbie. Who was? Where, like her legs Kate are all McKinnon. splayed. And she could do the split. And she's like constantly walking around from the splits. It's yeah. like really, really like aggressive and violent movements. Like um, she was she's, good. She's from like SNL. Yeah. She's got that background. And like she did, she did the ghost, the female Ghostbusters movie a few years ago. Yep, I, I liked her a lot. I, there's a really good joke about Issa Rae. I actually liked Issa Rae, who's the president, Barbie. There's a really good joke at the beginning where it's like, how did you become president? She's like, ha ha ha, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> or something. And it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You shouldn't know these things. But I feel like everyone in this, even the really minor characters were really well chosen. They just like, even the ones where you're just flicking through all the way through to, you know, America Farrah playing Gloria, who is the... You believe the mother of the child who owns the Barbie, right? From yes. The beginning. Really great in this. Really like quirky and weird. Don't you, love her. She bugs me. You don't but love she her. wasn't like it wasn't her acting. I just don't like her as fair a, enough. But, Did, but she's too like no. <laughs> all not the time. In, this. in everything, she's like that. Like she's just so animated. I don't know something about her acting. I don't like. But you don't like people who have a bit of like enthusiasm to them. I can see that just by no, the way it's you. Just like <laughs> it's not even. It's just like fake enthusiasm. Will Ferrell. 
Surprise. Yeah. So interestingly, there's there's a theory that this is in the same universe as the Lego movie. Because <laughs> if you think about it, adult wears a suit to work, likes playing with toys, could be the same guy. Because if you remember at the end of the Lego movie, it turns out that they're being played like the toys have been played with, with by Will Ferrell and his I son. I don't remember that. That's what happens in the oh, Lego yeah. movie. Maybe, yeah. I think it's a it's a big universe they're building here. Is it the same uh, Avengers? Is it the same studio? I don't know. But uh, like you mentioned before, the uh, uh, Ariana Greenblatt, yeah, being the kid from '65, and in this, yes, looks completely different. Yes, she's aged. She's hit puberty. Aged, (laughs) yeah, significantly. (laughs) Yeah, she and she is a bitch. Yeah, I mean, she's more just like a a teenager. She's like a teenager in the woke era. She so is. Like with all her like, you know, I'm terms. I'm so glad and, I'm not in the road here. Yeah. I'd be cancelled immediately. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we all would. <laughs> we all are. We all are cancelled. We probably cancelled already. No one yeah. listens to this, so that's fine. I think I think the the cast really helped the pacing of the movie. Like yeah. I was never bored with anyone on screen. And you constantly got new faces yeah. to like intrigue you. Yeah. yeah. And you were thinking, what is this person adding to the story? Even though it really does more or less focus on the core of you know, the key Barbie and Ken for the majority of it. Yeah. Can I ask you why they made Ryan Gosling have bleach blonde hair? No idea. Because Ken, Ken, Ken doesn't have, have... Yeah, he does. No, he's got brown hair. I thought the OG Ken was like blonde blonde. Google it. I'm pretty sure it's just, not... I put Ken have. into Google DL. <laughs> See what comes up. I, I bet it's just a very blonde. I don't think so. It's but like more He's brunette. also beach Ken. So... I guess, of, yeah, that's a good point. The sort of plot of the story that we're, we're, met, we're talking around is yeah, that... There is both... Yeah, it's all synergy and happiness in Barbie land. The the Barbies are in control. The Kens are, you know, they're second class citizens. Let's be honest. They're there to be Barbie's mate. And he's at a beach. Yes. And Ryan Gosling, he beach. I thought there's so many good quotes from that. But when, you I know. I guess he is blonde in a lot of them. I told yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, he's when, brown too, but most of them are blonde. But when Margot Robbie's Barbie starts having, you know, thoughts of death, thoughts of like the afterlife. It sort of comes that she has to go on this voyage of self-discovery to the real world and meets the people who made her. Yes. I found that really weird. Well, it was very meta. So meta. And they're just like, she's here. It's like, okay, <laughs> we're just accepting this. Okay. I think you've got a yada yada over the Yeah, that, they I mean, they, quickly... they did it pretty well too. Like, they didn't make a big deal about it. They're yeah. Like, this is just normal. But I don't need to know that. No, I don't I need agree. you to explain a point. I'm glad to they me didn't. And... I'm, I'm glad me they too. didn't. It was kind of like, it's better that way. And they got to play on various different toys. Like, they had a jet ski at one point and they were on, like, in the camper van. And all the different Barbies through the years. Really? So, when they were going from the Barbie land to the real world. Oh, you mean in the car? Oh, yeah, you're right. They, like, they it was like different the little portals. Yeah, right, right. yeah, they had to be in different things. There was one yeah. where they were skiing, maybe. Yeah, or... and then they like run and then they're there. Yeah, yeah. it was, yeah. But, and then they were camping at one. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Liked that. Liked all the different like weird, quirky references. But the world they built for this is like super, super fun Barbie land. Barbie land looks great. And it's... Bunch of good looking people <laughs> hanging out at the beach. I mean, what's not to like? It, you know what's really interesting is that all the toys and the houses were like prop. They were props. They were properly built. And the interesting part about it was they were all built so that Barbie was twenty three, specifically twenty three percent larger than all of them to mimic you know the awkwardness of like the toys because Barbie was always slightly bigger than the toys apparently. Oh, okay. So like it was meant. So it like was meant form. to look really awkward and okay. a bit clumsy. I really like well, that. I, you get it did feel that way. Yes. Oftentimes, did you? Yeah. 
Did you did you hear the the story that California actually ran out of pink paint while they were creating this movie? No, I really like that. No, such so a weird. Like, what did they do? They were like, "Fuck." Yeah, they were like, "Was uh, it because they had bought it all, or was it just yeah, like a random pink shortage?" Used it all on Barbie Land, apparently. <laughs> like, who would have guessed? I do like the juxtaposition of seeing when they finally get to the real world, and then it's it's not you know, but women, not perfect. Are, women yeah. have created a perfect world yeah. and, and dudes are all just like leering at and Ken's Margot just like, Robbie. people respect me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really like that. I really like his guy. This might be the best Ryan Gosling performance. I mean, it's, it's definitely like at least the comedy most out there. Yeah. Like I, I've definitely like, I have not seen him do anything like this. My favorite, one of my favorite Ryan Gosling comedy performances is in the other guys. Do you know the one? Yeah, is it the other guys? Or the other it... guys is like, but it's 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 with a uh, it's a cop buddy cop movie with. Uh, I'm thinking of the wrong movie. Here. Hang on, it's it's the Aussie guy. I'm thinking of the Russell Crowe movie. It is. It's that. Yeah, the other guy. The other guys is the Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg movie. What's the other one then? I can't remember who who we're talking about. The Ryan Gosling one with Russell Crowe. It's the nice guys. The Fuck, nice so guys. Nice. The other guy. One word. What's the, what's one the, syllable off? What's the guy on? Um, uh, on Joe Rogan, who's on the side. We need a Jamie. We need a Jamie. Come on, Jamie. Tell us we'll film this fucking But Jamie's movie. like really good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, way we, better we than we are. Someone, like way worse than that. Yes. Yeah, so Barbie Land itself was made almost entirely of practical effects and like clever scenic design choices. I really like it. Like it's all hand painted, like especially like the backdrops and stuff. Everything looks hard. Everything, but it's Molded. supposed to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I really like that. It yeah. all looks made out of shitty plastic as well. <laughs> I love that. Like the house. Yeah. That she starts in with like the slide. What happened when Ken like just like goes to hit a wave and then just like flies in the air? <laughs> like so what was what that it's about? It's just a plastic wave. That's it, the point. But like why would wave. it like fucking send him like that? I don't know. It's, it's brilliant. It's su- such good watching. But like there is some action in this movie as well, which was surprising to me. I was surprised at like the amount of action that we had. And some of it's genuinely really funny. I'm trying to remember the action. Well, there was a big West Side Story style fight when? at one point. Did I miss that? I, I had to pee at one point. All right, well, we'll, we'll be, we're going to turn to things in a minute. <clears throat> and there's like uh, one amazing Michael Sarah action scene. If you really oh, want to see Michael Sarah do an action scene, this is the movie for you. It's glorious. And I want to talk about it more in spoilers. I think the only other thing I wanted to mention about this before we get there is that I'm glad they didn't use CGI for this movie. I, Maybe we can skip that section. <laughs> No, I'm just basically I'm, completely like there's none. Yeah, there was none, and I, yeah. pretty much, and I, I think it made it a more rich world. It was great. I really liked that it was. I mean, you know, why do you need CGI in a Barbie movie? I just think there's there's a universe where someone goes, this needs to be like a Toy Story type movie. You know, like uh, everything yeah. needs to be CGI in this. And also, they didn't CGI a stump onto Ryan Gosling to prove they didn't have anything down there. I'm happy about that. <laughs> that makes me very happy. Well, DL. Let's move on then. We're getting towards spoilers here. Do you want to talk a little bit of tones and or themes? Yeah, I mean, the tone is like quite jovial. Like it never really takes itself too seriously. Yeah, I like that. Um, but it gets like, you know, Hedious, emotional at the right moment. Like, yeah. yeah, it doesn't mean that it's a trivial topic they're dealing with. Yes. But they, they, the, the actors treat the existence of themselves trivially, trivially, I guess. Yes. They're not like, uh, you know, they, they kind of realize their toys in the, in that way that are becoming humans as opposed to like fully human characters all the time. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, that was a bit, bit of a word salad. That was a little deep. That was a little um, deep. I liked it. 
Good points. Tones, though. I mean, it's like, you know, all the normal stuff. Patriarchy like, bad. Stereotype. Well, it's not even that. Like, patriarchy bad, but also matriarchy bad. Well, I, I did say like, that. Like, they I do this, both. There's like, definitely tones of, like, ma- maybe the matriarchy isn't perfect either. A hundred percent. The whole beginning is, like, an investigation on, like, why that doesn't work. Like, Ken's revolt. Oh, shit. Can't talk about it. A hundred percent. Like, it's it goes both ways. There's, uh, they basically flip all the stereotypes on their heads and make yeah. you think, yeah. Okay. Well, like that one's bad, but also so this is the other side. Like in in deconstructing oh, yeah. both in deconstructing one, they construct the other, and then like make you evaluate that one too. Great point. And it's not, but that's what I was saying at the beginning. I was like, I never expected that shit in a Barbie movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of didn't until I realized like they've got so many what, actors it, yeah, in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got to it be something. Good, yeah. yeah. But then you said that about ambulance. So who knows? And you were it like Jake Gyllenhaal. Must be good in this, <laughs> and he was. But it was mainly <laughs> no, like he was him doing his pretending. Best Al Pacino. No, he was. It was. He was. He had his, a great ass. He was doing his best. Like, what if I do an eight ball? And, yeah, an act. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he was coked up his tits. I, I just had over reliance on your partner and it becoming a toxic trait. Like, there's a lot of that in this film as well. True reliance on someone that. else. Yeah, there's a like bit of that. Co- like too much codependence. Yeah, finding your own path, oh. being your own person. Okay, what are your three best three words? Well, why we do this, guys, is before we get to spoilers, we like to give you three reasons. It's not always three. We sometimes don't have three. Why you might not want to watch this movie, and three reasons why you might want to watch it. Deal. Hi, Tommy. Me, boy. Tommy, Barbie. Hey, Ken, Barbie, Barbie. <laughs> hey, Barbie. Hey, hey, Barbie. Hey, Tommy. <laughs> uh, three reasons. Kennergy. 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 Kennergy, baby. I mean, yeah. I, I love this Kennergy. I think you're right. I think that needs to be one of our one of our end of year awards. What do you, what do you like, use as the... I, I think the name hits, but you're kind of like, what are you actually trying to assess with Kennergy? Someone in a movie who has... <laughs> energy outside of what you're expecting of them and it's yeah and and it's fun and it does it have to be fun it hits different okay okay. let's just say it hits different okay okay the energy of someone in a movie hits different to everyone else okay and it's and it's a good thing (laughs) it's positive for you to be adequately i was gonna say let's make it to go along like everything else uh details 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 the other was the tone yeah, and okay. the themes, right? Those are the three things I really liked. I mean, I guess like if you put tone of themes as two as one, <laughs> I was gonna say, then we could talk about just the mad cast, which is well, I've got Margot it. Robbie as my yeah. first one. There like, you go. I got Ken. You got Margot. There beautiful. Go. She like has some like I know it's very easy to pigeonhole her as like pretty, and she's just like a, she's meteoric because she's hot. But no, the genuine emotion she has in this movie, and some of those scenes are like really intense. Some of the like sad ones, especially when yeah. she's you know, thinking about death and, you know, all the yeah. things that life really is outside of this perfect land. They hit hard. Yeah. And she's good at that. Like, she did I, Tonya, that was insane. I think she's like, I don't even, I think she's proactively avoided just being a hot chick. Like, I get it. She basically did yeah. it in Wolf Wall Street and that was it. I get it. What I'm yeah. saying is though, she's, I still see her being stereotyped as that in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that she's actively trying not to be that even though this movie kind of doesn't help in many ways well she didn't if help herself no it does you know it if does. you're that if you're that incel dude who's just sitting there online typing away you're gonna be like oh this movie's probably really deep and it's gonna be really no, great about that. women's rights and stuff but no you're gonna be like margot robbie's hot uh, uh. yeah but you're gonna do that anyway true i mean she didn't help in the big short where like she was in that as just hot like tub. one scene in a mm. hot tub Mm. that was kind of i mean i enjoyed it apparently that was supposed to be scarlett Johansson under a waterfall someone was telling me isn't that weird 
I'd like that too. I would also like that too. Any, yeah. any of the above. Yeah. Get Peter Andre well, back out there. But she said no. I, she was like, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not too busy for this. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing too many Marvel films. Uh, the other one was the humor. We talked about it a bit at the beginning, like the darkness of the humor at times, yeah. really. And I was trying to say, I think that old movies used to have humor for like the parents as well as the kids. Yeah. And then the kids, when they grow up, they realize, oh, that's what that means. I think this has a lot of that. Yeah. I think there are like jokes that kids in the future who have seen this will be for sure. Oh, it's very Pixar. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, final one was just Alan. There is a great joke about Alan that I'm going to come to in spoilers. I don't remember the Alan joke. Very happy. Um, worst? Worst. I only had two, to be honest. I don't like the main real world woman okay um i've talked about that already i forget her name she's in ugly betty yes there you go america something uh more will ferrell man give us more will give me more of will he didn't do a lot in this no he was under he was kind of under underutilized or maybe you just didn't i'll talk about him when we get spoilers there's a a thing i wanted to mention about that whole plot line and that's it i don't have a third couldn't Ah, think of one i couldn't think of a third one either yeah i and this isn't really a reason not to see the movie but like the existentialism of it i just wasn't ready for it It hit, it hit hard. And I met, I said, like, I went on my own and I was halfway through this movie, like, uh, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, oh, this is, this is real intense. Uh, the other one I just had was that similar to, we talked about Oppenheimer, this just might not be for you. If you're one of those people that's going to judge this before even seeing it, just don't see it. You don't need to, you know? Yeah. I guess. I mean, yeah, it's not even a worst. That's just a, know what you're getting into. Yeah. A hundred percent. So then, our usual final point before spoilers is our rating system which we are not going for this week the ackman 2018 we're saying which movie of the barbenheimer weekend battle duet battle was better oppenheimer or barbie yeah dl so different like how do you decide I honestly think so different. having like made this, said that we should do this, I now revoke that we should do this because it's so hard. Oh, but you got to do it. It's your idea. Which one am I more likely to rewatch? Yes. The answer is honestly three fourths of Oppenheimer. And then instead of watching that back <laughs> half, I'm going to go watch Barbie. <laughs> I think, I think Barbie. Yeah. I mean, I think Barbie. I think that's hard. It is hard. The acting performance from Silly Murphy, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I think the half of the cast that wasn't in Barbie was in Oppenheimer. The yeah. half of Hollywood that wasn't in it's Barbie honestly in the other. so hard. I think they're like dead neck and neck equal movies. They are so similarly yeah. good. Yeah, I think uh, as I say Barbie, I go back to Oppenheimer. I probably Oppenheimer, but I'm I'm gonna say Barbie for one reason. The reason I was gonna say Oppenheimer was because I could actually hear the dialogue, and I'm like, for a Chris Nolan movie, fuck that. That's a win. <laughs> that's a big deal. Yeah, that's a big deal. But when you, you were talking <laughs> about the last 40 minutes of Oppenheimer, like I didn't think there was any way, any like fat in this movie in Barbie at all. I thought it was, there was, I mean, it there was maybe it, a little bit in the middle where no, they were kind was, of wandering around the real world. I thought that was some of the best stuff though. Like I, I agree with you. But this yeah. was tight. Yeah, I agree. So I'd you. probably say this because that last 40 point. minutes, meh. It's a fair argument. I, I can't, I, you know what? You've convinced me, Barbie. I'm back on Barbie. Barbie, baby. Yeah, I'm back it's on Barbie. It's the better of Barbie the two, wins. even though they're both fucking amazing. Yes. Spoilers. It was mom and Ken. Oh my god. Ken? In the in the shower? In the <laughs> No, it was mom and Ken in Ken in Ken's Mojo Dojo Casa house. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it wasn't it wasn't the kid playing with a Barbie who was making Margot Robbie sad. It was the mom. Yes, the mom. And she was like because she worked at Mattel. I kind of fell asleep at this point. 
to be honest. She did, yeah. yeah. She worked at Mattel. That that was a little bit that I was a bit like where she was being chased around the Mattel headquarters. You probably missed that That's part. literally when I fell asleep. Yeah. It didn't need to happen. Yeah. I was a bit like, all oh, right, this seems a bit, it's a bit on the nose. Okay. But like, I, I like the idea that it was the mom who had the insecurities and was the one who was projecting onto the, the Barbie land. That made so much sense. Sorry. In, Sorry a, metaphysical, in a metaphysical uh, sense. Yes, absolutely. Best quote in a movie though, one of two. You tell me which you prefer. My two favorite quotes from the whole movie are Ken. To be honest, when I found out that patriarchy wasn't about horses, I lost interest. <laughs> <laughs> That's or, the end. That's a really good. Yeah. Or the second one is you tell me which you prefer. Barbie's in tears and she says, I'm not pretty anymore. And the narrator says, note to filmmakers. <laughs> Margot Robbie is not the actress to get at this point of the movie. If you <laughs> want your message to get home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... What happens is they go to the real world. Ken finds out about the patriarchy, which is not what he thinks it is, but comes back to Barbie land and implements a male hierarchy because the Barbies have not been subject to like any sort of male dominance is the wrong word. Males Influ- actually like taking a, a stand, yeah, being influential. Yeah. Basically the equivalent of uh, the... They get one over, basically. Yeah. In, the sh- in short. And... Then Margot Robbie's Barbie has to come back and save all the other Barbies by reminding them who they are and that they're strong, independent women who don't need no man. But a lot of the hijinks and all of the fun comes from the fact that the Kens are actually fighting for a lot of the movie. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like, Out of nowhere, they just start a big There's just fight. like a lot of like competitive beef between yeah. the Kens the entire time. Yeah. And they become the leaders and they're the one of my favorite jokes. By using patriarchy. Yes. Basically, Ryan... Gosling discovers patriarchy in his journey into the real world. And, While Bobby's trying to find and her. He like, he's like, this is great. I'm bringing this back. <laughs> he thinks it's about horses. And he brings a bunch. So like you <laughs> show up and horses. it's a bunch of Kens with like, hor- like horses <laughs> everywhere. Like literally horses everywhere. And then just like a bunch of Barbies in like maid outfits. And it, it, it is it's pretty fucking bad. It gives for an insanely funny scene. And we were talking about this before we started talking where... Ryan Gosling is stood in a hospital in like a cowboy outfit talking to like a genuine doctor brain surgeon brain surgeon being like take me and let me do a surgery because he (laughs) believes being a man having like a cowboy outfit it gives him the right to be a a surgeon and she's like no and he's he's like like, well let me do a consultation (laughs) she's like no no can you at least give me like the outfit or something like that and like he's he's been so condescending to this doctor and like, like it's like he doesn't hear the no you know what i mean funny how about the it's so funny how about the line where like barbie's like mr mattel and he's like please call me mother well, <laughs> <laughs> she says no thank you <laughs> no thank you yeah so effectively the barbies have to go back and, and reclaim their hometown their homeland right but my favorite joke... I'm ready for it. I think I know what In the is. whole film. I don't think you do. I do. There's two. Actually, no, wait. You can tell me yours after. Because yours is the one... I know the one you're thinking yeah. of. My favorite joke in the whole thing is when Alan is trying to escape with the mother and daughter. Yeah. And the Kens are trying to build a wall. But they haven't worked out <laughs> oh, how yeah. to build it horizontally. So they're just building a vertical wall. <laughs> like, what does he say? And Alan's like, we'll be trapped if they ever learn how to do it. Like, yeah, we'll be trapped if these Kens ever figure out how to build horizontally. <laughs> so good. And then, and then Bloody Michael Sarah, in a very uh, Scott Pilgrim moment, kicks the crap out of yeah, a bunch of Kens. Scott Ken's. Pilgrim great, great reference. Great bit. Uh, what's your favorite? Alan's joke? have been in the real world before. No one's noticed. In sync, they're all Alan's. Even that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's sick. 
I think the best joke of the whole film, though, just has to be the Matchbox 20 song. Like, without question. I and I will shoot it down, and I will. And they're all just like uh, playing the same song on the beach, and they're all yeah. thinking they're serenading these Barbies. Oh, yeah. It's just so it's so just good. so subtly perfect. Like so, they good. think it's like they think they're so good, and like it's like the guy at the bar, yes, who's super 100%. confident. Like that's what that's meant to like Be. investigate. Yeah, and it's like it's such a greasy song as well. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. it's the perfect song for that moment. I hope Matchbox Twenty get like a bunch of love off this. I'm like, sure they will. You know how like every time a James Gunn movie comes out, I, I don't know, Redbone goes to the top of the charts. Like I hope it has that effect. The one thing I would say about this was, and I wanted to get your opinion on this, and you kind of mentioned more Will Ferrell. The only thing that kind of went either went over my head or got missed was the whole CEOs of Mattel going to Barbie Land. Like, what were they doing there? That's the point. I forgot. They did nothing. <laughs> nothing came of it. And they were just kind of there. One of them got shot somehow. I forget. I and think I, it, yeah. It sort of ends. And you're like, are they still there? Like, did they leave? Where is Will Ferrell right Weren't now? Were they like trying to get Barbie back? Like, what was their... They were, tr- they were trying to reinstate the natural order, mm. which happened in the end. Because yeah. obviously Barbie wins. Yeah. Well done, Barbies. But... I think the main point of this is that they realize that it isn't Barbie and Ken. It's Barbie and Ken. They have to find out who to be on their own. Yes. And I think that's beautiful. Yes. Ken's Mo Dojo. Mo- <laughs> Mojo Dojo, Dojo Casa House. <laughs> you don't have to say Casa and House. <laughs> so good. So much nonsense. The amount of horses in that scene yeah. is amazing. I did have a question for you. And tell me this. So this is a, everyone's, effectively stupid in this or at least all of the toys are yeah right do you think they are stupid because they are channeling children effectively like they're played <laughs> children play with them sure do you think that's why they're stupid yeah that's actually i like that analogy i think I like that's that theory that was that that was my own thought dl okay. i came up with that you all that. on my own yes, you i'm that. owning that and the 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 ending joke the any of the films a joke as well and I, I really liked it you think barbie's going to like a job interview She's, you know, she's she's gone to the real world. She's becoming a real person, but she's actually going to a gynecologist. And <laughs> subversion of your expectations, uh, primo. Yeah, it's always chef's good. Kiss. It's always chef's good. kiss. No, and, this uh, it's a great, great movie. Anything else to say about a movie? No, nah, I loved it. Had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, better than Oppenheimer. We've we've called I it. I think we've we established go... that it's like what like there's a Venn diagram of movies that like I can say I really enjoyed. Yeah, and I also like my partner also really enjoyed. Yes, and they're slim, man. It's a slim Venn. <laughs> not westerns. That's like no, <laughs> no, it's not. That's like the opposite end of the Venn. <laughs> so like, and like, look, we get along with a lot of things, and we have a lot of like shared interests. Yeah, just like films not aren't like shows them. actually more so. Interesting. Films aren't one of them. We that just can't sucks. figure it out. But this is one of them. So thank you, Greta. What's her name? Gerwig. Gerwig. Thank you, Gerwig. We did take them to see The Northman, and I thought they were going to really like that. <laughs> How the hell did we get away with that, know. bro? And one of your girlfriend's another, friends Yeah, came. another friend. There was like three girls and us, and we I were was like, like, this is going to be a great movie. And it's the most brutal <laughs> movie. I actually liked that movie. I, I liked that movie. But it was brutal. Brutal. Get everything with guns in the air. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Okay, DL, then. Let's wrap up. Do you want some true or false trivia? I do. Okay, great. True or false? According to Ryan Gosling... He accepted the role of Ken after seeing his daughter's Ken lying face down in mud. Is that true or is that false? That feels true. 
it is true. Yeah. It was actually also next to a squished lemon. Not sure why that's important, but it is. Uh, he then apparently took a shot of the doll and the lemon and sent it to Greta, Ger- Greta Gerwig saying, uh, I shall be your Ken. His story must be told, which feels incredibly Ryan Gosling. Does it not? <laughs> I mean, it feels incredibly like he he had an idea for what like this character was going to be in that moment. He's like, uh, he's going to be this yeah. goofy dude. Yeah, 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 yeah Like yeah. he's the dude that falls in the mud and that like he was inspired. He, by. I think that that's that, and yeah, a lemon. Cool. Yeah. And a lemon. And a lemon. For some reason. Well, a lemon <laughs> can also be, you know. True or false, True or false. Liu proved that he could do the martial arts chops and the backflip in his starring role in Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, which proved to Greta Gerwig he could do it in this movie. True. Is that false? Proved or like... Showed it off. Showed his skills. So she saw it, basically. She watched a movie and he did a good thing. Yes. True. That is not true. (laughs) Apparently, (laughs) it is false. This is all from IMDb, so it's probably all nonsense anyway. Simu Liu showed that he could... He could backflip with a demonstration during dance rehearsals. Ryan Gosling's reaction inspired Greta Gerwig to rivalize their Kens mm. in the story. Mm. All from a single backflip. We didn't really know. talk about the rivalry between them. I think or it's or like the dancing. It was it's so, so funny. So good. So, How Ken so like, kind of just dances everywhere? Yeah. He <laughs> does. Like everywhere. <laughs> okay. Final trivia, true or false, yell. True or false. Margot Robbie had one request of Greta Gerwig. She wanted to float down from the house every morning. Is that true or is that false? It's a good idea. I hope it was hers. True. Actually false. Her one request to Greta Gerwig was that she wanted a slide from Barbie's house that would take her from the bedroom to the swimming pool. Random. So fucking random. (laughs) Where did that come from? I absolutely (laughs) Maybe she had one as a kid growing up. She's like, that's what I need. Maybe she did. And and she was 23% bigger than it at all times. Yes. At least. Yes. (laughs) Ultimately, man, like I had a fucking great time with this film even though i was on my own in the cinema felt a bit awkward for a lot of you it you had a bit of an existential crisis ahead of this movie i did thinking, during the movie what am i gonna do when i go to barbie alone and then you realize that's your kennedy interestingly it was <laughs> i was psyched all the way up until i got to the doors of the cinema and i was like five minutes late because the train i missed the first train i got the next one and then i was late and I had to get a drink, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to be... And I thought, like, it was one of those, like, where you're naked in school moments. I yeah. thought I was going to walk in, and everyone would go, <laughs> the <laughs> same the moment. Come in on his own. Uh, they didn't. Nobody cared, oh, obviously. God. It's a cinema. <laughs> Who cares? But, like... Nobody likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the doors, and I was like, uh, should I even go in? Gallum. <laughs> okay, yeah. sorry, I don't know why I went there. Sitting on my own. Yeah. Do you want to wrap up the show, DL? Yeah, yeah, of course, man. Again, pass the pod. Give us five stars. Five star review. Five star review, baby. Five cans out of five cans. Five cans out of five. Give us all that energy. Thank you, dude, friend of the show, Mr. Matthew Bliss of Blissery.fm for editing this episode. If you are a budding podcaster and are thinking of hiring a podcast engineer to edit your podcast, he's the dude. He's your boy. That's the man. Let him know. Email info at Blissery.fm. He's taking over the podcasting world. He's also doing his own podcast now. Which... Is it still called The Dead Drop? No, I've forgotten the name of it. It's it's about his travels. One second, let me find this for you. From My Home to Yours mm. is his podcast about his move with his partner's move to Ireland. And it is a lot of fun. You guys should check it out. I think it was like number five in one of the charts. We would really like that Kennedy, to be honest. That's some great Kennedy. So if your listeners want to give us that Kennedy too, that would be great. Where was I? Yeah, go up, listen to that. Is it weekly? I don't know. Okay, because it used to be twice Matt, a week. Matt, slide in here if you want. Slide yeah, into the you DMs. insert that stuff. Okay, 
Thank you, DL. From My Home to Yours is a weekly podcast where my wife and I share our experiences and emotions of moving from Australia to Ireland. We also provide tips and advice for other expats and repats to make it easier for them. And my wife is great. She has great energy. Like and subscribe to DDDDDD. So in, in, in the end, thank you, Tommy. Where can they find us, DL? The podcast assemble at gmail.com or podcast assemble on Instagram. Or find us on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. It's and a website. podcast assemble. It's many places. Yeah, com. All our stuff is there. Go check us out. Thank you, DL. Thank you, Tommy. And until next time, my bicep is going to be ripped from holding up this mic the entire time because <laughs> I lost the stand. So, Tally Ho. Tally Ho. New stand. Later, Gators. New stand next time. Thanks, everybody. Tally Ho. I want to push you around, and I will, and I will. I want Granny, tell me when she says nothing at all.